quite rare to meet very, very committed people. And that can be frustrating when you're looking for partnerships, when you're looking for people whom to work with. Not that you yourself are perfect, but there's at least some sort of a minimum standard of commitment, some sort of baseline level commitment that you expect. And I've met a lot of very skilled and talented people, yet very few of them bring those talents and skills to the table consistently. And that can absolutely happen for a variety of reasons. And, and in this video, I want to talk about a very specific reason and one that is perhaps more common than many of the other ones. Now, I've talked quite a bit about learning to love the process. And what we're going to talk about in this video is a very specific side of learning to love the process. It's not only about surrounding yourself with external processes that you love so that externally your life is exciting and challenging and meaningful, but that you're actually building something internal along the way. Now, I believe that anything that you can develop in yourself is going to be far more valuable to you than any external thing that you accrue or attain. And the reason for that is that the internal stuff scales like nothing else. Once you learn something and once you integrate that into yourself, you now have the possibility to take that skill or mindset or whatever else it may be you can take that into everything and anything you do, not only in the now, but also far into the future and potentially as long as you get to live. So if you learn a skill or a mindset today and you can use it tomorrow, next week, next month, and for 50 years to come, if you're lucky, the potential benefits of that are insanely huge. And how this loops back to the point that we started with, I think a lot of people struggle with commitment because they focus too much on those external individual goals. And of course, an external goal can always be bigger. It can be shinier. You can get more and more and bigger and better. But if you play that game and if you use that as your fuel, you are capped by default. There's always going to be a point where you realize that this isn't going to be a solution that brings you consistent and lasting well-being. And it certainly doesn't cater to the deeper driving forces that we all have, such as meaning or purpose and that often leaves a person in a limbo they don't know what to do with themselves and they don't know what else there is and what else to pursue 
And that's where learning to love the process comes in. But very importantly, you must learn to love self-growth. There's no other as powerful of a drug than that. We humans are wired to be addicted to that stuff. And the only reason most people aren't hooked up to that drug and take it over and over again is because it's more difficult to pursue than a short-term pleasure. So although you get a huge kick and a huge dose of meaningfulness and purpose out of pursuing your goals and attaining them, we don't do it because it requires a lot of struggle and suffering before you actually get there. And most aren't willing to go through that phase. They just want the good feeling. It's far easier to eat something that makes you feel good. It's far easier to watch a series or a movie or play a video game and get that kick. But those things are like tiny, tiny simulations of the bigger process. I suggest you try going the other way. Try going inwards because there's nothing more rewarding than being superior to your former self. There's nothing more meaningful because it's something no one else can give you. If the external isn't enough for you, if it doesn't motivate you, then don't pursue it. But don't take it as a sign of there being nothing for you, nothing of sufficient value that you could pursue. Because often when we make that observation, that's a highway straight to nihilism and existential dread. And I can tell you from experience that it doesn't do anything for you. We struggle to commit to things and stick to things and maintain a course and maintain growth because wealth, status, admiration, attainment, whatever it is, we try and look at those things and we try and quantify them. We try and objectively, logically look at those things and then put a price tag to those things. We try and put a value to those things. And we use that as a hierarchy of importance. And then we just chase the thing with the biggest and highest price tag, which is completely logical from a logical perspective but it fails to address the needs and wants and desires of your soul, of the entirety of your being. It's really the bigger internal reasons and driving forces like meaning and purpose that are going to really help you stick with the things that you actually want to do in life. So if you really think music 
is something that you want to spend your life on that you find to be more valuable than anything else, then I'd strongly suggest that you don't tie your reasons for sticking to it and committing to that to external variables. And to the best of your ability, try and tie it to internal values. Things that drive you specifically, even if those things aren't glorified or shouted by the rest of society. You need to know what drives you. And the people who know themselves deeply and well enough will always find a reason to keep going. Always a reason to push. Because inevitably there's going to be tough spots. Inevitably there's going to be a point where you don't get enough money. Where you don't get enough admiration. So the only person you can actually negotiate with in order to keep going and keep making music and committing to a cause. The only way to do that is to know yourself and to focus on a process that no one else can give to you. And that is to find fulfillment in the process of pursuing those goals and to focus on being superior to your former self because that is a fulfilling and meaningful adventure that no one else, no external thing can give to you. Finished.